I'm just going to kind of bring my mic back here. Why don't you talk, Kurt? Just make sure you're good. Hello. Check, boom, bang, pow. Check, boom, pow. bang, pow, pow. Finger, finger, bang, pow. <laughs> well, this will be a first for us, man. We are podcasting at the Eagles Lodge. We're trying it out. We're this is beautiful. This is great. I feel weird that there's like... 30 people in here that are just wondering why the hell we're sitting at a table drinking they beer are. Are. and talking into microphones with fancy dancy computers and shit. They are probably all using rotary phones at their home. <laughs> These old farts. Love them though. This, well, I'm, I'm the vice president here. What are you going to do? So if you want to join the Eagles club, how do you join the Eagles club? Let's just the application. That's, that's all you do. Don't be, don't be a felon. You're don't be a felon and you're automatically approved. Pretty much. Yes. God. You get voted in and then you go through the initiation process and you get to drink for really cheap. I think we have our next in-person meeting here. We have a, like, come January, it's been a year since we've started this group. I think yeah. we have a meeting here. I, I'm totally down with it. Done deal. I can probably even reserve the downstairs bar just for our meeting. <laughs> it's beautiful. <laughs> and there's a sound system here. We can have a, we can have an open mic night. Yeah. Or not. I'm in. <laughs> Good. I'm totally in. Well, this is, uh, this is episode 14. Jesus. Episode 14, and unfortunately, co-host AJ Venz of Wolf Den Wears and Wolfpack Production could not make it. What the hell's up with him? I know. I'm leaving the country for two weeks, man, on Sunday. Oh. So I really felt bad about maybe not having a podcast episode for two to three weeks. Understandable. So I kind of scrambled. <clears throat> I had some guests lined up. They would not. You know, everybody's busy now. It seems like everyone is busy nowadays. So. Oh, yes. So what I did was I just said, hey, Kurt, you sound like you have a lot to talk about lately. I do. I do. do you want to meet me over a drink and tell me all about it? And you said, yes, sir, I do. <laughs> <laughs> why not? Why yeah, not? why not? So this is just going to be another, this is just, uh, what, what are we calling it with Caleb? We're calling it uh, just artist profile episodes. I just want to chat with you. Sure. I got no notes. Let's just see where it goes. I've got my Jack Daniels. You've got your beer in I, hand. I got a beer. We're ready to roll. We're doing good. <laughs> Well, dude, the funniest thing to me, I think, recently was whatever the hell happened to you with <laughs> with Thrashmore oh my at God. Wild Hogs. What in the hell? I mean, I'm sure people have kept on it, and I didn't really read much of it, but what the hell happened? Well, okay, so for those of you not aware, I have a second band other than Slap and Tickle. I, I wanted to start a thrash band, and I wanted to do this, you know, just recently, and it, it came together real quick. We started, we worked up all these songs, then all of a sudden, within just a few months, we start getting all these gigs. I mean, it's crazy. So we've got, you know, did the show out at Wild Hogs with uh, October Rage, who are friends of mine. Heck yeah. Really They're good Aussie boys, aren't they? Mine. Yeah. Um, and all the shows I've done with them in the past have been different. They've been really down to earth. Now, all of a sudden, they show up at that gig. They've got a trailer. They're wheeling in all the big things like, you know, the other. <laughs> they've got crew yeah, they and got stuff. Crew. And I'm just like, what the hell's going on here? So, if, you know, in all, all the past, it's been like they sound check and then they strike their stuff off the stage. We play, take our stuff off. They put their stuff on. Now, all of a sudden, we're setting up in front of them. You're there backlining. You yeah. don't play our stuff. And they got this guy, I don't remember what his name was, it was like Grub or Goog or <laughs> sounds, sounds about right. whatever his name was. And he shows up, he's like, I'm in charge, and we're going to stay on time, and yada, yada, yada. I'm like, okay, whatever, you know, good for them. Sure, yes. Happy for them. You know, if things are really going that well, I'm happy for them. Um, and I drank with them the night before. Everything's good. Really good friends. We're bros. Well, apparently that night, <laughs> you know, they, it turned into a four-band show. It was originally, I think, just two or three. Right, it turned into right. Four. Um, we get up there. We start playing our set. And something 
went crazy. I, I was approached by one of the people that said, can you cut it short? And, and I could tell, I mean, we were not great. I mean, our, our singer was having a little issue right. hearing. Well, the problem was his monitor was 10 feet behind Oh, jeez. So he, he was missing some So, so you weren't not. feeling very good about the show overall? I, just... I thought the band was on yeah. fire. Yeah, right. And I don't think he was that bad. Okay. Um, especially for our second show. And considering, you know, we're opening for, for a national and we've been together for like two months. <clears throat> yeah, so, right? So Come on, you, now, you got a crew. Yeah. So. <laughs> We we're out there doing our thing. Uh, somebody approaches me and says, "Hey, can you cut it short?" I'm thinking, "Okay, we've had three, two bands before us. Maybe yeah. we're just running out of time." So what I'm going to do is we're going to play the next song. It's going to give me an opportunity to thank everyone for coming, uh, and then I'm going to go ahead and uh, we're going to play one more song. Yeah. As soon as we finished that next song the house music no i was just gonna say the house music went up <laughs> house music you got played up. off the stage yes. by like the grammy by my best friend <laughs> oh, no. so our sound guy mike mcmeans yep. also the sound guy of slap and tickle they apparently behind the scenes they're telling him you get them off the stage right now and mike says i'm not gonna go up and tell kurt burgess he has to shut down right now oh he goes, you God. go tell him you go so tell instead him. they came up and said can you cut it short of course i misread that into thinking you know we just there's a time restraint so they play us off next thing i know the drummer of the band is up there and i go what the fuck happened and he now batting an eye looks at me he says you cleared the fucking room oh i'm looking no. out i don't see a clear room at all okay what happened was we were the first band that had people up on the floor first yeah. off and i'm assuming since you're local you actually brought fans yes to the show. yes yes, we yes. Did. and uh to, i mean to take it a step further <laughs> it's wild hogs on a sunday night right. so he's like a table of 20 left and you know that's 20 people five of them were gonna buy our shirts and i'm thinking you don't know who these 20 people were you, you know, have no clue they, could they, they have been there for dinner and just decided to stick around yeah. for our more drinks probably they were clearly there for they thinking line dancing that that's the people that <laughs> and all my friends that were there and i'm talking you know not just the friends that tell you what you want to hear it was no, 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 friends like, that you know or tell it to you straight if i have a bad night i've got friends that'll tell me you were horrible like, dude tonight. you were terrible you should cut yeah. back on drinking next time you play yeah yeah and that's these guys they're telling me no everything your singer was you know he missed some cues but it wasn't that bad then next thing you know the drummer uh was threatening to drag our singer across the parking lot and <laughs> that's what i saw that's when i got involved i was <laughs> like, like what is this what the holy hell so you know this is just going on and on uh they go up they do their set their drummer wants to talk to our singer and singer's like fuck him no even you had your chance yeah he leaves i'm like well you know what i'll talk to him i'll pass the message on a little bit later he comes up to me he goes can we talk like sure uh and then it turns into just going back and forth and i said well you you know with all due respect you threatened to kick my drummer my singer's yeah. ass which was not cool if you were having a problem with us you could have approached me and said hey this sounds like crap you gotta fix it but you didn't do that yeah. you just played me off you just said nah and and he said i didn't say i was gonna kick your drummer's ass singer's ass i was thinking about him <laughs> what's the fucking difference at this point so he uh <laughs> this is just so then no, it's just childish at this point yeah then what he says to me that? is just the absolute most disturbing thing i've ever been told by anybody so i'm standing there my my son is oh, right geez, next to I remember me. this. The uh, drummer, the guy, uh, and the bass player of October Rager standing there. And the drummer says to me straight up, he goes, if you're okay with the way this went down, that explains why you're at the level you're at and you're never going to go any further. <laughs> and I'm just like, really in front of my son, you're wow. going to say that? And even the bass player was like pissed at, at the drummer at this point i guess i i walked out i was like what? and you've known that drummer for a yeah. long time the, the good friends of yeah mine, really good friends of mine uh, you know the bass player i guess after i left was it, they almost came to blows in the parking lot oh geez their guitar player john called me later and he was like you know that's i'm so sorry that's not his opinions or his yeah. not ours were you know so i heard from everybody else but did he has he contacted you at all no the drummer no. See, and that's, and that, dude, you've has. probably been like, were you ever on tour, like in some of your older bands, like your original bands? Did you ever tour the country or anything Not like the that? country, but we, we've done You'd go on runs and stuff yeah. like that. Dude, I mean, it, it's tough. It is. And it's got to be tough, too. Like, it you're is. assuming that you're making it, you're making it to this level and you've got this mm -hmm. crew and this big, but you're still playing Wild Hogs on a Sunday right. to, to however many people. Right. Like, I'm sure a certain number of shows of that in a row yeah. can really get under your skin. I've, I've gotten mad for 
stupid reasons. But then, you know, you realize, oh shit, like why did I, <laughs> I should totally, that, that was totally not cool yeah. on my behalf. But he never, he never apologized, huh? No, no. But the whole, the thing that struck me too, he's like, those 20 people, five of them would have bought shirts <laughs> that would have fed, you know, the seven of us. And I'm thinking to myself, okay, you're, who are you to sit here and talk to me like this? If you can't feed seven people. You're not fucking right. Metallica. Right. You can't feed seven people. You're not even a uh, puddle of mud at this point. Yeah. Like, what the hell are you talking But, you know, the sad thing is they're my friends, and I don't, yeah. I don't wish them any ill. No, of course not. I think just, you handled it all right. I, I'm not going to not talk about this, though. This is Did crazy. they pick the bill? Did they pick you to get on the bill, or did Wild Hogs do that? No, uh, the promoters did. Okay. And, you know, the promoters, you know, they, they generally do get up. It was the group that I'm a part of, actually. Yeah. They wanted to slap and tickle, I think. And Blitz Creek, right? Yeah. Yeah. And, and we're just, you know, and this, this is not reflective of Blitz Creek at all. Blitz Creek's great. This just, uh, you know, it was one of those things where slap and tickles... We weren't going to do it for that cheap. Of course. Right. You know, and we got, and we got another Blitzkrieg show coming up uh, Wednesday. I don't know when this is going to air, but next week we're doing a show with Boba Flex. Okay. Yeah. Which, it's probably more hard crowd. Uh, right. Know, Thrashmore is a straight up metal band. And what was uh, October Rage? They're more... They, they, to me, they sound more, more cock rock, kind of new metal. Okay, like, like almost seven dust. Okay, like. uh, I, I, it's hard to describe. ACDC okay. seven dust right. combination, and when we're out there playing Marilyn Manson and shit like that, I suppose <laughs> it's a little it's different. A little different. I think it'll go over way better with Boba. Do Fly. you see though? Uh, there's that age old conversation of when a national comes through when they don't want to play last. Yes. Do you think that that was a situation where maybe that should have been, or were they the ones that people that were there to see for the most part, and they? should have played last and well i think they should have played last I, th- I think there was a real misunderstanding i think that guy saw 20 people get up and leave yeah and i think he thought that i don't think he realized it's a country bar yeah and people were there it does suck to, to they, sit there on stage and watch people walk off or yeah. or on his behalf he hadn't even started yet he's like oh i'm yeah. gonna totally win these guys over oh and they left <laughs> they had to ask the country band that's generally there every sunday the house band to not play that night right so so know. of course there's gonna be it's not yeah. like you charged them cover right i mean they got yeah. their they well, got their money and oh this was great too my uh singer of my other band slap and tickle was there and the drummer told me your own singer left he said he couldn't take it anymore so he left i'm like no he didn't i saw him i, I asked him about that i'm like he said you talked to him and that you walked out and said it was horrible and he's like that's bullshit because i never said that he was my wife and daughter went outside yeah because I mean, let's be honest thrashmore is a heavy band we've got uh we've got this little demon thing on stage and uh you know i'm covered in blood every so i mean it's a pretty freaky Scary. thing and, and they're yeah, Christian morals. And yeah, it, of course. But it, I just said, you know what? It, don't come to the shows because it's just going to get worse. Yeah. It, it, I'm all about gimmick. You know that. Yeah, dude. <laughs> that, that was our first episode two or yeah. three or whatever. It was mm-hmm. just like, how are we, how do you put on a shtick and stick yeah. to it, man? But, it, it, you know, and it goes further than that. Kale's told horror stories about bands oh, that God. have set up at tailgaters and put Terry McDowell down on the floor. Oh, God. You know, I, the, the locals around here that open for these nationals, they're not treated very well. No. Um, the problem is these nationals, nobody knows who they are here they need our crowds they have to you know, I'm, I'm going to these shows and i'm seeing well that's my crowd mm-hmm. that's here mm-hmm. every you, you're welcome you're welcome i brought them here for you <laughs> but you know we, we do these shows for free and then all of a sudden they're hounding kale saying well why aren't these bands sharing the event and treating us like shit it, that, it, that's i don't know maybe i was just brought up a different way but like my music upbringing whenever we'd go on tour or whatever we'd play a multi-band bill back in the day like yeah. we would all it was always i think joel anderson talked about this in the a couple episodes ago like you always no matter who it is no matter what style band it is you go up front you listen to some songs you yeah. applause you yell you say hey great job that was such a great set nice job guys like i mean yeah. whether you're the local or whether you're the national guy you, you can't get away from that you have to be nice people yeah you do you have to they for whatever reason i mean we've gotten better just even on a local level of going and supporting Mm -hmm. each other's shows Mm -hmm. and going to them i think we can do better though still yeah i mean we need to be the ones that are up front getting other people to come to the front a lot of times it takes a a musician or somebody to go up to the front of the stage and hang out there and have a good time before other people start doing it 
Absolutely. I think we're the ones to be doing that because, dude, it's it sucks being on stage and there's nobody on the dance floor. Oh, you talk about bike nights, my god! Oh god, bike nights. <laughs> we played a we played a bike night uh, three years ago at McGrath, and I'm just like, really? Do you really want us to play this? And oh. they're like, well, yeah, we want you. And it was terrible, man. The, I think the people enjoy it, but they're just not. They're just getting off work. Yeah, it's Tuesday, so they're, they're showing not, off they're their not bikes, pounding and beers like no. they're on a Friday or a Saturday. <laughs> but I, I think this year we've played five bike nights. Oh, God. Slap and Tickle has played five bike nights. And all of them just the exact yeah. same experience. I'm like, how many? And for some odd reason, we're always playing the night they give the bike. I don't know how there's five times <laughs> they've given bikes They've away. given five bikes yeah. away this year. And there's another bike night, I think, going on next week. I'm just like, where, where the hell are all these coming from? You know, and you fit you fit that well, though. Like, you guys are, I mean, you know what you're getting into. Yeah. It's not going to be a raucous night, but at least you were that just general type of crowds music yeah. but we've we've had to step it back because people people will see us lately and they'll just go oh they draw a big crowd come play our event yeah but it's like no 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 no, no. i know <laughs> i know you're offering money and i know it's a gig but also i think we're the first ones to say no we shouldn't do that because because yeah. there's nothing worse than showing up right. to a, a show where people don't want to hear what you're doing you're playing, and you got three more hours to go in front of a bunch of bikers <laughs> and you're playing time after time <laughs> it just doesn't it doesn't work no. We played, uh, we got asked to play Newton Speedway once for like a, I think it's called like Thunder Nights or something Mm -hmm. like that. Yeah. And dude, it was so bad. I mean, they, nobody cared. I mean, here we are just, but you know, to our credit, we just kept playing. We're like, well, let's keep doing it. And one guy came up and he goes, hey, got to tell you something. I I hate Taylor Swift, but you do it pretty good. <laughs> and I was like, I was like, thanks, man. You know, like uh, we played, uh, we played the Lynn County Fair once. Have you ever played Lynn County Fair? Yes, we did. That's we got tornadoed on. Yeah, that's that was this year or last year. <laughs> last year, dude. And that tornado brings, hit. I'm gonna, yeah, my gear got destroyed. <laughs> so I'm gonna tell you this story, and then that's gonna lead into that. Uh, they had tractor pull night. We were supposed to start at nine. Tractor pill started at four. And of course it was not over till probably two in the morning Mm because everyone does tractor pull apparently and it takes forever. So they said, why don't you just start playing? And there would be that every three minutes where we, you couldn't, I was hitting the drums, but I was not hearing them because all I was hearing was like, why are we here? What are we doing? Yeah. Oh well, same thing. Be they, choosy in your shows, man. They had us doing tractor pull, and thank God the tornado <laughs> hit because we we had a decent amount of people in the tent, ready to party right when the tractor and the tracks ended. like to your right kind yeah. of thing. Yeah, okay, same spot. Tractor pull finally ends. All of a sudden, you know, and this is maybe forty five <laughs> minutes into our set. Tractor pulls over. The tent's full. I mean, we're we're excited. Next thing you know, the tornado sirens are going off. Winds coming. Oh I'm God! Like, oh, so we're like trying to tarp over everything because the rain's kind of blown in sideways the wind hits it took the head off my marshall and what my, my marshall head and it threw it 20 feet across the room oh my god it was like uh no it was my line six head sorry i, I would never take Thank, the marshall head yes to that. yes but my line six head got picked up and thrown across the room now the, the worst part of this is the next day we had to open for brett michaels oh at the cell center and uh, and you're like, there, I don't know if my shit works. Plug my stuff in, and it did not work. Ugh. So luckily, I still had the Marshall head at home. I was able to go get that. Yes, and use that. I didn't have any effects, but dude. So that brings up. I saw the other day somebody posted a picture of them, you know, and it was like it was putting tarps, holding tarps up, and it was like got st- got three songs in, and then <laughs> this happened, and it, it brings to mind that like, uh, so do you do you actually pay attention to weather? Do you guys, I mean, if you know that something's going to be happening this day, do you got somebody looking at it for you? Do you ever have a time where you go, dude, we're not going to go on. Look at this. Because too too often promoters and venue owners think that they can just call it at nine o'clock when when the rain's going to hit in five minutes and that's fine yeah but you have an hour's worth of teardown and all this expensive equipment where you've got to consider like we're not going to play the show because it's going to rain in 30 minutes and we have to be off this stage net before the rain hits kind yeah. of a thing i i think going forward we're probably going to have to do that because we just <sighs> terrible we got through this last year and you guys really kind of opened my eyes on 
playing for contracts and mm-hmm. stuff like that. We've never done really any contracts before. Um, so we, we've never been obliged. You know, we, we could at any point call the venue and say, sorry, we're not coming. Yeah, of course. Um, and they don't necessarily owe us anything. We yeah. don't owe them anything. But that, that's obviously going to change right. going into this next year. It should. But, yeah, I mean, we, like the, we did the Night Under the Covers show. And it was supposed to rain throughout the day. Yeah. Chrome Horse has that new awesome stage outside, and it's covered, but it's not covered completely. No, I'm it's, sure there's some leaks in that thing. Yeah. And, yeah. and then when it pours, it sieves down <laughs> right on the stage. And we're watching this thing, and... You know, all the bands, you know, played there a lot of time. All the bands did great. Um, when it came time for us to go on, I'm looking at it, and I know it's coming. I know we can get through our set. We, we just we uh, had Flex close the yeah. show out. So I could see it coming. We cut our set short. We, yeah. we played for maybe 40 minutes because I wanted Flex to at, at least, least get, up get there a and half get some songs. Yeah. So they did. And then as soon as they hit that last song, downpour. Yeah. And, you know, it was our sound guy. And it was like everybody's just in a mad dash to tear it's everything terrible. down. But it was a great turnout, great crowd. But, yeah, the weather, we were watching it. P- yeah, people do, and, and fans don't necessarily understand. I mean, they think, okay, cool, I can just run inside or I can yeah. run to my car. But there's so much money on those stages and your PA and the, the risk of electric shock and yeah. lightning strike. When we did, uh, when we finished New Bow Evolve, you remember that was, you guys <laughs> You guys finished oh. your last note and all of a sudden something changed. Mm-hmm. <laughs> And, and so we got cut way short on that. But a buddy of mine told me he was walking across. The, he, he said he was drunk enough to where he's like, come on, you can keep going. It's, it's not even raining yet. Like, keep going. <laughs> but then as he was walking across the bridge with his wife and, and a couple other girls, their hair noticeably started frizzing up. <laughs> like the girl's hair was kind of oh, yes. standing up a little bit because there was so much static electricity oh, in there. So much. In the you air. don't want to be anywhere near a stage and electrical gear and generators no. and shit like that. So we've we've definitely been putting in our contracts to go we're gonna kind of have the final call here yeah. are we gonna try our best to make this work 100 but we've yeah. got it we did that in guthrie same night of your show you were talking about we were in guthrie center for mm-hmm. the guthrie counter fair and we knew we're supposed to play till like midnight but we looked at the radar we go it's not it's not gonna happen right we're gonna play to this time <laughs> we know we have 45 minutes to get off the stage and in the trailer yeah. we're gonna stop playing at this moment yeah and the fans were like what the hell like it's perfect but sure enough, we close the trailer door, starts raining. You know, I mean, you got to plan ahead. And they don't understand either that it's not just your gear. It's mm-hmm. your sound guy. Mm-hmm. You got Doug runs sound for you. If his stuff his gets stuff. destroyed, guess who's going to have to help pay for that? You. Well, and guess who had a show the next day where Doug was running sound? Yeah. Like, we need Doug to get that stuff Doug's in his trailer. Awesome. He's so good. I, you know... When you guys were you were playing somewhere and they had an uptown and I I don't like talking about this because I don't know who the guy was but there was an uptown I don't want to say what night it was <laughs> uh, but it was a very it was supposed to be a big night and the sound was so bad because uh, Doug wasn't there and I felt so it wasn't us I, I just I happened to go watch yeah and it was like uh, I think I messaged you and said I, Doug's presence is D- Doug's presence and dude it's hard to find a good sound yes. guy and when you find them you hang on to them That's, like you've been doing with your guy we're blessed you're blessed. Last, I mean, you got to You find more. that guy. We need yeah, we more need more guys. good sound guys. There's so many great guys. Like I know Rick Clay does sound. He was on the episode, but I know he's playing a lot. Yeah, you almost need that guy who doesn't play music. Yeah, <laughs> our our sound guy is the drummer of Bass Ackwards. Oh right, right. Luckily, you know, we stole Bass Ackwards' bass player. Nice. So they can't book any shows. That's the key. However, now he's doing sound for other bands. Ah. But it's one of those. It's kind of like the same situation you're in, where Mike will tell people. I can run sound for you if they don't have something, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. or if something comes up, I'm going to have to cancel you. So. How do you uh, How do you guys do um, schedules? So, like, who does the main amount of booking? Is that you? I do it all. So, somebody calls you up and says, "Hey, I want you to play the Bill Billy Goat Fair in <laughs> Stevens County or whatever." Yeah, and you go, "Sounds good." If you pay us this, everything's great. Do you Do you run that by the other guys in your band to go? Do you guys want to play this? Do you have a shared calendar? Like, how do you How do you go about that access? Uh, Generally, what we do is I will send a message out saying, I need your blackout dates immediately for like the first six months of the year. So they they should be sending those to me within the next couple of weeks. If you have a wedding that you have to go to next summer, send that to me immediately. Don't book a show on this date. Yep. Yep. 
So I'll get that. Um, a lot of times they know during the year that certain events are going to happen. Like we know the taste of the Midwest Beer Festival mm-hmm, mm-hmm. in Madison is the second weekend of August. Yep, everybody knows so we that. Black that out. I mean, we, so we know that. And then what I'll do is there's just a handful of bars, a few bars in Cedar Rapids that I consider. Uh, <laughs> this is a touchy subject. Oh gosh, get go into it. <laughs> that I consider. Uh, at premier music venues. Okay. Local music. Would venues. you like to name them? <laughs> a lot of the others are just bars that decided they wanted to have yes. bands. Yes. Um, you know, and, uh, obviously, Gators is a music venue, yep. as far as I'm concerned. CRL is a music venue. The Chrome Horse is a music venue. Um, Wild kind of Hogs. Yeah, I, well, I consider Wild Hogs kind of an out of town venue, yeah, to I tell you too. the truth. So, what I do is I try to only have one in town bar show per yep. month. Good. Um, I know you guys are in town, what, four times a year? Four times a year. But, but I'll tell you what that. we did. We went from twice a month to once a month yeah. to once every two months. You, you slowly yeah. spread that out. Good Lord. We were four, t- four or five <laughs> times a month in town. And still doing well. That's a great yeah. time. It got to the point, though, where I started to notice. Okay, we're starting to go over that clip. We're, yep, we're starting to slide back down. So then it was like last uh, last year I went twice a month. I was only twice mm-hmm. a month in Cedar, in Cedar Rapids, and it was I tried to make sure it was every other yep. week. Yep. Now this coming into this next year, you know, unfortunately some places are going to have to get cut. Yeah. And we're those three bars that I talked about. They're going to get four shows yeah. out of us yeah. a year, and that's beautiful. And I'll and you're going to notice. I mean, you're going to notice that the, the the bar owners aren't going to be mad about that, and neither are you because you guys are going to notice that there's going to be yeah. that many more people there. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and I know like the, the Evolve thing really kind of caused a ruckus because I had to cancel some of those yep. shows yep. because of that. Um, and that also helped me make a decision on which places I was going to cut as well. Um, about who was giving you shit about it? Yeah. I mean, there, there was some, some of it was so easy to walk away from. Um, but they, uh, you know, like I said, there's just little bars that have live yeah. music now. And <laughs> it's I think a hip our, thing. I think our first show we did together, I, I was on the second one, and we talked about protecting the brand. Yeah. You don't want to go backwards. No. So, you know, again, this is, pro- I'm going to come across as arrogant. I'm going to come across it's as. It's all right. Whatever. And I, I don't care. But there's just, I'm not going to go back to playing the little yep. bars. We, we've worked too hard to build this show. I'm yep. going to stick to what I consider the premier music venues yeah. in town. And, you know, eventually you'll get to a place like uh, where you can't even go back to the bars. Mm-hmm. I mean, I, I would I love to show up at Tailgaters some some Saturday and do a show. It'd be amazing. But yeah. but I feel like that would be viewed as a regression. <laughs> right. You know, and, and I mean that in no bad right, way to anybody that plays there. For yeah. You guys, it would be. For yeah. Us. We're not at that point yet. Right. And if we if we ever get to the point where you're at, great. If not, oh well. that's great too. We, yeah. I've made it to a level, I think, that... <laughs> A lot of people would like to. Yeah. I, I didn't ever anticipate making it to the level that we're at. Now. You're making money, and people know your name, and they come out to see you. Yeah. How we, cool is that? Have a beer named after us. You got a beer <laughs> named after you. It's it's all about protecting the brand, and uh, um, you know. I don't want to go backwards. Just want to go forwards. Mm-hmm. Want to be able to get to do some of the stuff that you know. If you're not evolving. You're disappearing, man. Yeah. Evolve. There's evolve. That evolve. <laughs> well, no. So what I meant, what I was getting at with the booking thing, though. Um, I, there's something that we that we've done forever, but I'm realizing maybe a lot of people don't do it. Is mm-hmm. we have a shared Google calendar. Do you? Yeah. So we've got porktornadoes at gmail.com. I'm sure all all your bands. If you don't have one, you should probably have an email address dedicated yeah. to your band booking at slapandtickle.com or whatever. But if you have a Gmail address and everybody has a login to that, mm-hmm. then it shows up on your iPhone oh, wow. in your Google Calendar, and so everybody can put in. I'm off on this date. I'm in on this date. Here's what day this show. And we go as far as Two inside the liner notes, Jerry, when he advances the show, he goes in there and he puts all the details of the show. So you don't have to be going, hey, what time do we have to get there? What do we got to do? What time's the set? Like, I'll, I'll read something here for you. This is our Google Calendar for tomorrow. It's listed in there already. It's all set, ready to go. I click on it. And it's got um, <clears throat> it's got the purchaser's contract, where it is, the address, what the compensation is, who's going to be there, where the crew is going to be, when load in is, wow. sound check, uh, how set times, 
any stage security, what hospitality Nerd is. alert. Yeah, right? Nerd alert. But it's amazing. It's, it's like streamlining because right. it takes away some steps. Yes. You don't have to go, yes. hey, are you sure? Can you guys do this date? Can you do this? It's like you, you as a booking person yeah. can just go look at your calendar. Nobody's got it blacked out. Done. Yeah. You know, and, and which you essentially already do. I send an email out with updated list. And it, yeah. in the list, it says what dates we have booked, what's blacked out, what's open. Um, that what? way, if the other guy's like, we did Boomtown this year, yeah. which was a great show. Sounds Pat, like it was awesome. Pat booked that one. Yeah. yeah. It was incredible. Pat booked that one, but he had the list. He knew what was... So Pat booked that, and he generally books our Millstream show Oh, as right, well, right, right. Based off of the list that I sent. Yeah. So they know what's open. And well, and then, so are you the guy that... Okay, say I'm the drummer in your band, and it's two weeks from this show... Am, am I calling you to go, hey, what time we got to be there? And like, what time, what's our set time? And Generally, yeah. 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 And, that, and that's, just a, that's just a helpful suggestion. If you put all that information in, in a Google Calendar or a document or something like that, then everybody knows it. Yeah. Because we, we got to the point where we're always going, hey, what, what, do we, what time's the show? What to, they're like, no, <laughs> read the fucking document and right. don't text me about it. You right. know? <laughs> so that's just something. That if you're not doing it, that, that's a helpful suggestion. Yeah. Um, I got to ask you about scheduling too. Do you ever look really far ahead and specifically I'm talking about special events such as Iowa football games and when you're in March and people are going hey I want you for September October November do you look ahead and put on the calendar this is when I was home this is when I was away or do you ever get that far I need to start <laughs> I hated hated I playing bars when there were foot when there were yeah. important football games going we, on we've been blessed from the standpoint of yeah we take a hit on night games oh totally and you can't predict that that's the worst part there's a lot of rock and metal fans that just could care less could care less you're right sometimes music and sports do not go hand in hand you know you you think of the metal heads you go to high school they got called dirt balls by the jocks they don't give a fuck about dirt balls screw you guys (laughs) i ain't gonna watch your shit That's absolutely true. I actually did not think about that. I was waiting for you to be like, no, it sucks. It's like, no, actually, certain types of music don't give a fuck about sports. There are. But I mean, you know, like I said, we definitely have taken a hit. But what I've done is I try to promote it together. Yeah. So, like... I don't the know undercover show, right? Air. Yeah. yeah, the undercover show tomorrow night. It's I don't know what date it is right now. It's like uh, we're the fourteenth. Tomorrow yeah. we're getting ready to play you and yep. I. The Hawkeyes are, and they decided to make it a night game, which is stupid. I don't know why that's got to be. A night. <laughs> Who cares? <laughs> yeah. So now all of a sudden we had this show booked before, well before they decided to make this a night game, and we have to somehow figure out how to just get people to come watch yeah. the game. And it's just right in your prime because yeah. don't you do earlier shows in general? Haven't you guys? Been doing that? Well, no, we we're still nine to one. Okay, nine to one. Uh, I know a lot of the bars have told me that they're looking at going eight to twelve. I, I think that's a great idea, and not yeah. to get off topic, but I mean, God, like Kale talks about the dreaded midnight set break. Like, fuck, that is the worst time mm-hmm. to take a set break ever. Yeah, people just want to go home at that I, point. I try to if it gets to that point, and I see that we still got a crowd, and it's midnight. Let's just I tell the guys rolling. we're not going to take a break. Yeah, and break. maybe just play thirty more minutes or something. Yeah. You know, just don't take a break. Thirty more minutes, call it good. Yep. Yeah, but I, I I got in the habit of that for a while of just any time, and I think I've said this at one point. Any time a major concert act is announced anywhere nearby, like Taylor Swift's in Minnesota, Ed Sheeran's in Chicago, I'll put that on the calendar. Yeah, I will yeah. put that on there. If if Iowa announces their schedule, I will put that shit on there because, like you know, it's hard. To, it's easy. Somebody goes, "Oh, come play September." 15th at my bar yeah you know it's sometimes it's hard to remember oh shit that's football season <laughs> but we had the dude yeah, and you remember is. i think there was a oh god when would this have been i don't even know how this would have happened but it was an nfl game was happening while we were playing at cocktails like six years ago oh, which i don't know why it would be a saturday but whatever mm-hmm. something happened and all we were doing the game was going to be over by like seven o'clock yeah, but all we were doing was just setting up and sound checking, right? Yeah. So all we did was <laughs> during the commercials we would make noise, and they lost their shit. Yes, Everybody lost their shit that yes, we were playing do. during terrible commercials. Yes, they do. My God, I don't understand. I mean, I guess you know we love our our music. Would it be the equivalent of <laughs> of you going to a Metallica concert and then they start showing a a football game on the screen before you see Metallica oh, play? Yes, or... <laughs> absolutely. It'd be the, oh. Get I, off the stage. I 
I know what you mean. We were at CRL once, and we were setting up. We had a big show that night, and it was during the day. And the people that were in there were just so mad at us. They're so because we mad. Were setting up, um, and of course the bars are like, you know what? We're serving food right now. We need you to not do this. There's no re- They've even gone so far as to say there's no reason for you to be in here till eight o'clock. Oh like, no, that's not fair. We got a big show. <laughs> that's not fair. You guys have a massive show. Yeah. There's, there's no way in hell. No. <laughs> there's no way in hell that we're going to show up at no. eight thirty and be ready to play at nine. Right. If you're okay with us starting at ten, sure thing. We'll show yeah. up at eight. You know, the sound checking is huge. I mean, they they don't want you to have too loud a volume. It's a freaking. Why are you booking a rock band? Oh man, and and that just goes back to the the restaurant. Mm-hmm. It's a restaurant that also has live music at night. I mean, yeah. you're never going to win that battle. Yeah, because there will always be a crowd of people in there that don't give a fuck about you. Yeah, and they will be gone long before you play. Yeah, uh, that happened at the Iowa State Fair for us. We played. Uh, we played. Uh, <laughs> God, where the fuck did we play? Uh, the Bud Tent. Yeah, and of course you. We had to be there like beer tent. Yeah, we had to be there at 10 a.m. because you got to drive your truck and trailer through the park so yeah. so we're there we we were sound checking at four we don't go until nine and everybody that was there of course they're not going to stick around they're hammered yeah. but they're just yelling at us fucking bleh. you know like, <laughs> what are you gonna do <laughs> i mean i'm sorry and and we had we've had some pretty fun interactions one i'll send you a video of it once at crl there was a, a video camera on mason and a girl this really drunk girl kept stepping this is before they made the stage a little bit bigger remember yeah, it was yeah. like steps up to oh, the stage horrible and she kept kind of coming up on stage she's like you know get away you know stay down middle of the song he's singing he's singing all of a sudden she bumps the microphone hits his teeth right which the is teeth. the worst oh yes it is the worst hit him right in the teeth and he's still playing he's still he's just at this point he's moving his microphone playing the chords with his hand it's a solo part of the song yeah just him on and vocals and and he comes back with a i remember my first beer and the whole crowd laughs and like <laughs> you got to take it in stride like you yeah. can't you can't ever get mad at those people right but jesus get off Shit stay happens. off the stage yeah stop being Shit so happens. drunk at 4 p.m all right I, I invite the drunks up on the stage at our show do you really all the time is that a mistake sometimes we did a show you mean like boom down like <laughs> Boom, that one we did not invite that girl up. That was crazy. That video. If you haven't seen that video, is that viral yet? Oh yes. Did you get? Uh, were you getting in trouble for calling her a bimbo? It wasn't us. It was. The, okay. It was an old guy that works for the local paper there. Called her a bimbo, <laughs> and uh, there were people that were freaking out about the term bimbo. And I, you got to look up what bimbo actually says. In right. The right. I think the guy used it appropriately. Like it was a very appropriate. Yeah, there were people. Oh, really, bimbo? You're bullying her? No, no. no she was a drunk. Is there an equivalent of? If that were a, a drunk male, is there an equivalent word? I don't think anybody would have gotten mad if you called him a dipshit or <laughs> yeah, a jackass. dickhead. Yeah, this drunk <laughs> asshole. I mean, it's, it's that double standard. I've way. never understood why people think that they can just go... I'm super drunk. I'm going to walk on the stage and start partying. This it never it never fails. People you, just think they can do that. If you watch that video, what well, you can't see in the video. Okay, so there's this really flimsy metal iron fence. Oh, flimsy of course. iron. Yes. I don't understand how that happens. <laughs> but there's this flimsy iron fence, three feet of concrete, <laughs> then the stage. So for this girl to get up there and then to assume that she yeah, and it's like studded on the top of it, so you're going to get spiked. Oh, so she's God. crawling across this thing just getting scraped to hell gets up on stage drunk as shit then she has to still the stage dive she has to clear three feet clear this fence and then you know the first time she did it was before the fireworks so there wasn't like there was a lot of people yeah right and uh, she hit the ground hard. I didn't think you're we were supposed to s- alert people that yeah. you're going to, to stage dive. Didn't think we were going to see her again. <laughs> and all of a sudden, after the fire, she's, she's resilient. Back, and she takes out the oldest guy in the crowd who happens to be holding the camera, just right for the camera. <laughs> yes, just dives right. The, the one person that does not have arms available to catch you right. is who she dove into. Yep. And she <laughs> hits the top of the fence, scrapes across those studs, and I mean, she's just covered in blood. We, I'm like, there's no way we're going to see her again now. No. At the end of the show, I turn around, she's walking around on the stage. <laughs> like, what the hell? And then, yeah, so, bimbo, I, I don't know. Probably. Drunk, yes. 
<laughs> bimbo, probably. Yeah, I mean, it, it wasn't calling her. Up. I mean, I don't. I don't think bimbo means slut or no, whore. no. Bimbo means you're a fucking it's, idiot. Yeah, it's like you're a dumbass. You have no brain, yeah. <laughs> and it's not because you're a girl. Yeah, it's anyone with no brain would and, and do something she, like that. Outside of the drinking, she might have been a lovely she person. Probably was until she being has me, brain damage. I encourage that type of behavior <laughs> in our shows. I love it. I because you want to see it happen, man. I bring at the end of the show. Generally, I bring everybody up on stage that wants to come up anyway and it just turns into a big drunk party and it is what it is it's it's all about fun we've struggled with uh we've been playing a lot of bigger stages over the last couple years so it's really nice to have that barrier yeah uh but it also doesn't allow for that close interaction but but sometimes places don't think they have the need for security i'm assuming maybe boomtown should have had a couple people going they should you shouldn't do this <laughs> they absolutely should when we played ragbri two years ago we're in front of twenty thousand people with doug's doug's flying a line array and he's got uh, uh subs on the ground yeah these drunk girls just walked over walked behind the stage <laughs> stood up onto the subs and started dancing, you know, having a great on time. The subs? And they yes, on the subs. Oh, now then they reached up to balance themselves on the line array speakers yeah. and started spinning two thousand pounds of line array speakers above oh, their God. head. Wonderful. And we didn't notice that until all of a sudden mid song feedback like, what the hell we look over the the line array speakers which are for twenty thousand people have turned back at us oh, God. and are now feedbacking all the microphones great and guess what happened uh, no no security came no one they eventually just kind of like went uh, okay and they got down and walked away <laughs> we played a, we uh, need security <laughs> yeah we played a bar and i turned around behind our drummer once we were on a flatbed i get the dreaded flat oh, god i hate flatbeds I, I happen to turn around i see a couple of girls squatting and pissing behind our drummer. It's just like, <laughs> come on. There's porta potties over. Come on, guys. Yeah. But that's a sign people are having fun, right? Yeah. It's it's like, yeah, you don't want to see anybody get hurt, but also you're yeah. clearly having a great time. Yeah. And it's all because of us. I encourage it. I encourage <laughs> all the debauchery all the time. What do you think about um we have a theory that anyone that let's say you do, you're playing a show, you're on a set break. Yeah. Anybody that comes up to you and goes, hey, I'm a guitar player. Let me play guitar. Those are the uh, worst because no real musician would ever walk up to someone he didn't know yeah. in a band they were playing with and say, let me play your guitar. I'm a drummer. I'm yeah. a singer. Let me sing with you. Yeah. It, it's one thing if the band <laughs> asks you, please come up and sing with us tonight. That like, is totally different. Like the, the scene around here now, it's, it's gotten great. We it seems there's like, a a, like there's a lot of, yeah. lot of, you bring so-and-so up to play this song, bring so-and-so yeah. up to the, but a lot of musicians around, but, uh, I'm not a big fan of some untested person yes. coming up and just destroying a song. Yeah, you know they they might have learned it in a different tuning. Totally. You know, I just I just don't think that you would ever, as a truly good musician, ever go up and say, "Let me play your shit." Yeah, I've never met I would anyone never do that. So generally, the people doing that are like, um, "I've been playing guitar for a year and I'm super drunk and I don't give a fuck. I don't know how shit works." Right. Yeah. <laughs> I, that, that's the funniest thing to me is when somebody asks to play. Uh-huh. We're like, well, this, first of all, there's so many issues here. Uh, we wear inner, in-ear monitors. You don't have any, so you can't hear what you're doing. Yep. Second, that means you can't play to this click. Third, do you even know what key we're playing this in? Fourth, <laughs> who the fuck are you? And no, you're not going to get up in front of this crowd and play. Or we've had somebody come up, can I play one with you? Um, and yeah, sure, whatever. They get up and they don't know any of our stuff. Yeah. They're wanting us to play. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, you want to do Brown Eyed Girl? <laughs> guys, like, well, my girlfriend really wants us to play Bobby McGee. I'm like, no. Wait, no. Did you just hear what was happening? <laughs> Give me my guitar back. This is done. You're done. Get out of here. Or I'll tell you what. You go ahead and play and sing Bobby McGee. We're going to go uh, take a piss break. Yeah. <laughs> Bobby McGee. It's, I think of all the songs, when people yell out Freebird and all that, right? that's probably my biggest Achilles heel. Some dumb If somebody says Bobby McGee. Yelling play. What? Makes you think that Slap and Tickle would ever play right. Bobby McGee. Now, is that a is that a like Freebird? Where because nobody plays Freebird. No, no one plays Freebird. No. And I mean, you shouldn't because fuck Freebird. Like, don't right. play it. But right. is does anyone play Bobby McGee? I don't feel like anybody plays. So is that in the same category? I don't know why. I don't. That's the song that just curses. <laughs> now you're gonna get it a lot more. Now that you just said that. Everywhere I go, every band that I'm in, somebody else play play Bobby McGee. <laughs> and I'm like, first off, we don't have a female front person. Second of all, why? Yeah, why? <laughs> um, 
for me, the the worst one to go live is still always going to be Mustangs Hallie. Okay. I can't take that shit. Dude, you're coming right into what I was going to talk about. I even have a list going here. Oh, boy. I was trying to think of the most the most played songs by cover bands. Oh, boy. And so I tried to make a list. Obviously, I, I want to say probably Mustang Sally's got to be on that list, right? Uh, depends. I mean, the older bands. Yeah. Okay, so every single band f- that has members that are 50 and older probably play Mustang Sally. Well, Four Day Creep learned it specifically because they know I hate it. <laughs> and they wait till I get to the show, and then they play it. <laughs> do they play the full thing, they or do, they just yes, do... They oh, my it to me. I'm like, damn it. <laughs> I wrote some more down. I think, uh, I think Wagon Wheel has become oh. one of... Of those songs and now granted every different genres aren't going to play that but i'm yeah. trying to think of the songs that sort of tra- transcend uh-huh. genres you know wagon wheel to me sweet home alabama yeah. should never be played ever again in my opinion that's at some 41 song uh some 41 no you're talking about blink 182 what's that one all, all the small, small things, things yes. that's on my list dude and we play it and here's what's weird we don't <laughs> we actually got rid of playing wagon wheel we used to play yeah. it and we've said no fuck that we're not doing it but uh we do play all the small things and what was funny about that we were in madison wisconsin yeah. at a college bar we're talking 21 year old kids this is two years ago yeah and we got done with our set break and they were having a great time you know, like and then we go on break sorry we go on break and all the small things comes through from the dj yeah and they went nuts really? they just were like <laughs> and it's still and we're like well that song's really easy and i know everybody plays it yeah. but we it's should probably play it what you guys yeah doing though uh, it is overplayed, though. I, there, there's some bands that I've seen around here that have their thing, and then they have a special set of of the the song they shouldn't be playing. Yeah, <laughs> you got to stay true to your brand at that point, yeah, right? Absolutely. What about uh, like Brown Eyed Girl? I mean, that's probably again that goes with the Mustang set. Whoever yeah. plays Mustang Sally probably plays Brown Eyed Girl, right? Yeah, I mean it's. It, there's, there's there's a difference. I mean, if you're going to see a band uh, that plays that kind of stuff, you, you know, probably want to see those. You have to play those songs. But then, if if I were to play those songs, I would probably redo them and make yes. them heavier than shit. Yes, and it would be a whole different song. <laughs> Which might be a new band if you yeah. want to think about a new band here. Man. Yeah. <laughs> what about uh, what about Margaritaville? Ah, Again, I, that's probably. I asked a I asked a bar owner that. I said yeah. I think Kale said that. In the first episode, I think he said that one of the most overplayed songs ever in his bar was Margaritaville. Really? And that blew my mind. I'm and like, maybe, who plays Margaritaville? Maybe the issue is I don't, I, I'm very picky with the bands. <laughs> right, you're not see. going to see those bands. Yeah, I purposely, I mean, it's nothing against those bands. I, I, I know a lot of the guys that are in them, and I know, and I know that, but it's just, that's not my kind of entertainment. I went to the, uh, like three Jimmy Buffett concerts right. and was disappointed when he took the stage because the party was way more fun than me. <laughs> That's what I've heard. Every, I'm, I'm seeing everybody like, oh my God, it's time. And everybody's running and to the like, stage. And you're like, no, this was way fun. And I'm like, wait, whoa, whoa. Well, this? This is why we came. <laughs> Let's go back to <laughs> I thought to we that. were hanging in the parking yeah. lot. Yeah. So, no, it's, I get it. It's, it's, it's a, it's a, it's a genre. Yeah. What do they call it? Yacht rock. Yeah. Chop rock. rock. Oh my God. <laughs> Yacht rock. What about, uh, do you play pour some sugar on me? Yes, we do. Okay. Okay. Do you play living on a prayer? Yes, we do. Okay. And see, you have to, you have to play one of these songs on this list. Like you have, there are songs you have to play, but my God, is that to, your least favorite couple of songs? I'm going to make a confession right yes. now on this podcast. Yes. I dislike 65% of the songs <laughs> that we play. I, re- I re-listened to our episode, <laughs> and you said that you like hate the music that you guys play for the most part. You're like, yes. dude, I don't own any of these albums. No. Yeah, you said specifically, I don't own a Poison or Bret Michaels album, but no, we I got don't. to open up for him, and it was awesome. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Who cares? Yeah, I mean, and I, I see the value in that yeah. stuff. It's a good rock song. Right. Um, and i that's the other issue that I think a lot of us get lumped in. They see you playing Taylor Swift. They see me playing, you know, Pour Some Sugar on Me and stuff like that. And I think they think of us as just non-talented cover right, musicians. Right, right. That's not the case. No. I mean, I my favorite bands are... You know, I love the '70s arena stuff. I love yeah. Queen. Oh yeah. Um, I love you know Queensrÿche. I love all that stuff. <laughs> Those are certainly not talentless bands. No, not at all. And that's the stuff I grew up learning how to play. That's that that's my favorite stuff. Yeah. That's part of the reason I wanted to form Thrashmore was so I could be, 
you know, I could get satisfaction as yeah. a musician again. I wanted to be a musician, not just the front man and this gimmick <laughs> thing. Which, but don't get me wrong, I'm never gonna. But that's that's what I you do. That. Yeah, that's what you love. Like you love, and people forget that they're like, yo, yeah. you're just playing songs you don't really like. It's like, well, that's true, but it's also really fun to play music yeah. and like to play it in front of a crowd that like mm-hmm. the fr- you start living on a prayer and people probably go crazy and you're like, this is fun. Yeah. Well, it's like, <laughs> you're not gonna play it alone in your basement by yourself. <laughs> But <laughs> an example was somebody called you guys Kiss. Yeah, that was I, weird. That was I didn't get that. Shit that I ever. Can you explain that to me? I, I didn't understand. Uh, basically, saying you guys are all marketing, all gimmick, no substance. Oh yeah. Okay, and, I see what you're and, saying. And, and basically, they called you Kiss. They called us Kiss, and I'm like, thank you. Uh, yeah, I'm cool with that, right? Thank you. I mean, we accomplished our goal. Yeah. I mean, when when you started this band, was it? I really want to play Taylor Swift. No. Was it? I want to have the biggest party in town. That's what it was. Exactly what it was. And I did get a lot of shit for that uh, when we did that little cover band. When we had our breakdown about cover bands, and and we finally figured out who the negative people were. I think we're gonna after this episode. (laughs) We might too. But like, dude, I just I the one thing I guess I never achieved in playing music was like playing in front of a fuck ton of people that are really excited that you're that you're playing music for them. And was that a purpose choice to say, well, I'm gonna play the fucking shittiest music ever no it's like no how about we how can we take music that people love but also make it really fun for us to play yeah i think that's what you guys do too you know are we gonna be able to do this forever no no i look at the bands that are right now that are considered big i look at and i don't like dropping names but like hairball yeah. cheese pizza hairball's on another planet they are but i also notice i'm starting to hear complaints right that they're not what they used to be right and you know we went through that we yeah. had to we had to learn how to play our songs we've gone through lineup changes that yep. really hurt us and we had to redo some stuff and yep. redo our set list and make the best of what we had. Yep. Um, but yeah. <laughs> but in like more power to fucking airball because they are yeah, killing it. They are. Absolutely. They make a lot of money and they, they have tour buses and crew and they they do what they do and that's their career and like you know then they clearly mm-hmm. I think I saw a meme about that you know like your your favorite band was once a local band like they yeah. totally were too at one point they were probably playing shows to nobody people are always trying to get me to say bad shit about them too no I've never seen I've never live. I've never seen them live and I've I never met them before I can't say anything bad about them. I would actually give anything for me for a chance to just shoot the shit with them yeah and go what are you guys doing like how'd you get here i fuck i'd love to have them on the podcast and like, i'd like to see their show but i'm always playing I, that's the problem right <laughs> and of course you're in direct competition so yeah. you probably can't open for them can you i was asked to and i said no okay i to me it would just be why am i gonna because their fans are, are, are kind of your fans right i mean no no you think this is a little I different think, i think their fans are pretty damn loyal yeah i think it'd be like so you're too close to their product to yeah i think we'd go out there and people would be like they'd start chanting hairball right does that happen have you heard that i don't know okay i know i know some bands have had some issues right but i mean it, it's in every level i mean you do not want to be that band that opens for slayer for no God's sakes for, <laughs> for the stones for dude yeah. i for i heard on this recent metallica tour that jim brewer was the opening act comedian jim brewer oh. he would just go out on stage and just do a comedy act for an hour and people fucking hated it yeah you know because like there's certain bands you just can't open for you yeah. know uh, and yeah us and hairball i mean we play the same stuff um i i don't want to do it because i know there's a tendency of headliners to make the opener sound like shit it yeah. Happens. Oh, it's true. It definitely. It's happens. very true. Um, we saw that it evolved. Yeah. And I didn't realize that. They're, and that pissed crew me off. was asleep. That pissed know? me off. I didn't know Doug was an option. I would have yeah. hired him to run sound for us. The, they basically told us Doug was barely an option for us. Yeah. Uh, and then Doug sort of worked his magic behind the scenes and like made friends and like, dude, I know what I'm talking about. Let me run yeah. this shit. And oh man, if if Doug, if if I would have known that, I would be like, everybody, you bring your sound guy, use Doug, do whatever, mm-hmm. throw him some cash. Because absolutely, fuck. <laughs> I looked backstage at one point and everybody's just sleeping. Oh yeah, they wanted out. Well, and they, they were there for so long. Those yeah. guys showed up like a week before that, mm-hmm. and they all wanted the fuck out. They're like, why are we here? For for local band day where there's nobody really here because yeah. the weather sucks and it's hot and and the city and all the businesses have gone out of their way to turn everyone against 
<laughs> I'll say it. You're going to say it? I said it. He got run-ins with everybody, man. We did. God. Friends of mine. Jesus. Oh, well. <laughs> well, it's never going to happen again. They got their wish. New Bo Evolve is dead. Yeah. It'll we, never happen again. We need fun stuff, but not this. Yeah. Well, I, I've, I've talked to a couple people uh, that are going to try to make fun things happen next summer that are not on that grand of a scale, that don't have that big of a deficit, that yeah. can get more local involved. I had a couple meetings with uh, Uptown Friday Nights, and this is for all you bands out there, original and cover. They are going to try to revamp a little next year and hopefully try to bring in openers and and more new bands that haven't been there so get your epks ready to go because they're going to be asking for them good, good. so get those ready yeah because they i hope they get their stuff together because tonight i mean right now there's <coughs> there's the 30th oh yeah you're right show. yeah they put this together what three weeks ago three weeks i haven't heard anything about it <laughs> come on i don't think the band has done any advertising i don't think no. they've done any advertising i heard about it only because i work for the radio station well it's dude it's uh 5 you want to go down there <laughs> i don't know i don't know maybe i, I kind of like hanging out at the eagles man get cowboy hat yeah get your get your cowboy hat you know we don't have to wait in line for beers here we get we don't have that to is really true a token <laughs> for those we don't have to pay a fucking token uh there was one thing um that i don't know why that reminded me of it but the other day i was looking through as many local bands profiles on facebook as i could yeah and and there were some bands i had never heard of some bands i had heard of um some bands that had just started and the one thing i noticed i, I forget what your profile said on facebook but it seems like every band's biography says something along the lines of Iowa's Eastern Iowa's premier band, <laughs> yes, or or up and coming, and or like the, these adjectives of like the premier country band, or the or the <laughs> the local favorite rock band, you know. But like they were bands I had never heard of. So is that just something that you just do? You just automatically just put your just come up with this hilarious. Is it like a house, like this shitty house? You still want to write a really nice biography for it? There's that cockiness, and I don't think anybody ever really reads those. No, I don't think they either. But but I think people are like, hey, they're going to see this, and somebody's really going to believe with where the premier, yeah. What I, I, I don't mean, think people give a fuck, do they? No. But you no. got you got to have something though. Like so, we've been trying to put to freshen up our electronic press kit. Yeah. Which I think I might try to share in the group just so people can get their stuff together. But I had to clean up the biography a little bit. I'm like, yeah. dude. I hate writing this. It's like bragging about yourself. Yeah. Like, I don't want to do that. Almost, It's almost better to have somebody else write that for you. Ours is full of lies. Yeah. We yeah, you said purpose. you're... I think I read We're that. Uh, you guys are from, huge in Japan. You're from LA. <laughs> yeah. That's, that's amazing. We're big in Japan. <laughs> Whenever I do interviews, when we did an interview with uh, Hoopla, I sat down with... Uh, I had Pete Looney come in and actually interview <laughs> us, and I told him I'm not going to answer this truthfully at all. And he's like, "Whatever." He's like, "No, that's fine." And it was the most outlandish bullshit ever, and it, but it was a good interview. People thought it was entertaining. Well, that's isn't that what it's about? Yeah. Like, do you always wear spandex and a wig? No, but do I do it because it's entertaining at the shows? Yeah. Yeah. It's a brand. Uh, that's yeah, but I mean, of course, when I was asked that question, yeah, I wear it all the time. Like, <laughs> no, I do it all the time, motherfucker. I, do. I mean, I even in the shower, making love, all that good stuff. That's what them. they expect. It's got you got to be shrouded in mystery, right? Yeah. It's like that, that in high school when you're the kid that the girls don't really know that much about, and you're kind of mysterious. Yeah, they love that. Yeah, they do. That's what fans love. They're like, I don't know anything about these slapping <laughs> two guys. They're awesome, right? What are their names? Uh, Is that his real hair? Why, why don't you have fake names? I thought about that. I know. That should have happened, I, I think, totally right? It's too late now. It is. It's way too late. But Does Hairball have fake names? I think so. Yeah. I think they do. I think you get Does Cheese Pizza have fake names? Yes. I never saw Cheese Pizza. Yeah. But you talk, you talk, we talked about that on the episode about how you went and saw them at the old Third Street Live. But they seem yeah. to just not be playing anymore. No, I like those guys. They're, uh, they, you know, they get a lot of crap. Um yeah, as does hairball, I suppose. But for a lot of bands, a lot of the local bands that are around here just getting their start, they do a lot for them. When if you were lucky enough to get on, and I like using the uh, the example of Inch Seventy Five. Inch Seventy Five had been around for a while, yep. but once they got on that bill with Cheese Pizza, then Inch Seventy Five took off, blew up. Yeah. And I think that's your. You have to do that as a as a popular band. I think you should be trying our best to bring yeah the other bands on that go. Hey, you'd be a good fit for this crowd. I think our crowd would like you. Have fun. Yeah. Try try to at least right. Oh yeah. 
Why the hell not? Why the hell not? Well, my drink's empty. <laughs> you want to end the show? You got a lot of stuff going on tonight, man. I got so much more to talk about. We'll, we'll have to talk. Let's just do it again. Think about another episode. Let's at just some do point. it again, man. Yeah. Well, these are just going to be the filler episodes that people probably will never listen to. No, it's therapy for no, me. No, they you. will. They will. I'm sure <laughs> Jeremy Jacobs is taking notes. He's gonna, I hate he's gonna, you. He's going to question me on everything. <laughs> and at, for the record, I did finally get out and see the Foo Fighters. Fresh Fighters, yeah. Band, and I finally did you go to the Uptown? Is that where you went to? Yeah. Yeah. And I bravo, didn't get to make guys. It to that. Oh, bravo, so guys. good, man. They are so good. The uh, the one that I saw, the, the Green Day, the American yeah. Yuki, so good. I've yet to see a bad tribute band from yeah. around here and I think I've seen tribute bands from other <clears throat> areas yeah. that I was not impressed with but I've been totally impressed with all the bands from around yeah, here they were very good um, Travis gave me crap Travis go to hell you suck <laughs> just kidding no just they kidding, were but they seriously were, but seriously yeah no they were really good I, I was I was impressed with not just the way they played the song they played the songs great but they actually looked oh yeah the part yeah and the, the sound quality was there like yeah. you got to be really good I think we talked about that with Caleb same with Foo Fighters to, to do Red Hot Chili Peppers and Foo Fighters songs like every musician has to be legitimately yeah insanely good yep and I think they all pull that off the, the Duke American Duke I haven't seen Nirvomit yet. I'd like to see them. Nirvomit. <laughs> That's the thing. I haven't seen them yet. They're, I think uh, they're from Des Moines or Iowa City. I'll or give something it a like shot. I right, just go to it one time. See what you uh, think. I hate Nirvana so bad, but <laughs> then I'll, don't go I'll to give it. it a shot. What uh, as we're closing, any other local bands that you that you've gone out and seen that you'd like to plug and tell them how good they were or anything? Um, Did you have a bunch of bands on that bill at Saturday with you? There were some good bands. We had. Uh, Bass Ackwards, obviously. Yep. They're our sound guy, Mike's other band. They're really good. Yeah. I mean, they, they play a lot of different stuff from uh, 60s, 70s rock. They do some country stuff. Um, and they're they're really solid. I mean, our bass player, Jeff Woods, is their bass yeah. player. With Speedboat Jesus, I'm telling you right now, that band... Uh, they they could be possibly the best cover band in town. Really, I'm telling you, get out and check those guys Sweet. out. Sweet, it's I, and I I'm friends with all those guys. I was I'm not saying I was in that band, but I was in that band with all of them right before I started slapping tickle. Yeah, and they are so they're vets. They're wily vets, huh? Yeah, they're yeah. they're ridiculously good. Get out and check them. Hell yeah, you guys should hook up with them and do a show. Yeah, that they sounds be, awesome. Be a good one yeah. to have with you guys. We're lining some stuff up for next summer already. Yeah. <laughs> 2019 is going to come at you hot yes. before you know it, man. Absolutely. But no, other than that, um, I've tried getting out. You know, just keep, bands that are listening to this, just keep getting out, keep doing it, keep doing your thing, keep plugging away. I mean, it's, I think a lot of bands are doing it the right way. There, there's nothing out there right now that I've seen that's just been horrible. No, no, um, I agree. People are doing it. Their posters are looking yep. better. Uh, the uh, advertisements gotten better. Yep. Um, oh, and FYI, everybody, for Facebook events, uh, don't just say uh, slap and tickle for the title of your Facebook right. event because when people see that in the news feed, it just says slap and tickle and it doesn't tell you where it's at or anything yeah. like that. So I've gotten into the habit of Pork Tornadoes at this venue right. is the title of the event. Mm -hmm. So that's just a little side topic for you there. It should be. Do that. <laughs> your band, where you're playing, is right. the name of your Facebook event. Right. Good job, everybody. <laughs> well, that's it, man. You go do your uh, thrash, Mount Thrashmore. I'm going to go do damage control and apologize to everybody for this episode. Yeah. Sorry if it's I all right. offended you. I could, you could always sorry. You could always smash my computer right now, and then it's no, never it's, it's never been recorded. I, I think I think we said a lot of stuff that I think people want, were thinking anyway. Might as well, dude. Yeah. Who cares? Yeah, fuck it. That's why I like you, man. You just <laughs> I don't give a fuck. Fuck it. I'm just going to say what I want. Right. Well, thanks for coming again, man. Uh, you got any shows in the next couple weeks that you want to plug? Um, I mean, other than the one coming up, I don't think I'll have it out by Saturday, very obviously. Very good question. I, uh, I know uh, if it's not out by my band Thrashmore plays next Wednesday with uh, Boba Flex at Chrome Horse. Wednesday what? <laughs> That'd be the, uh, God, you're killing me here. The 19th? Nah, I don't, I don't think it'll be out by then. I don't think so. Damn it. Um, When's the next Slap and Tickle show? I'm pulling it up here. I'm Come on, man. Here. Get your Google calendar out. There it is. I don't have a Google <laughs> calendar. I have a list. Uh, September 22nd, we're back out at Wild Hog. There you go. Uh, September 28th, we're at J&A Tap. October 6th, the Chrome Horse. So, um, 
And looks like we're done with bike nights. Oh, good. No more bike nights. Thank you. (laughs) And, you know, I love the bike. Oh, yeah. I just love them. But sometimes things just get real old. It's been crazy. County fairs sometimes get real. Street dances get real old sometimes. Yeah. I've heard complaints saying it's the same bands every time. Yeah, but there's 47,000 bike nights. So what are you going to do? You know what? I I, want to see these new bands up their game. I want to see. They got to dethrone thrown us yeah. or getting all these shows. I go 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 directly to someone with a press kit and a dope promo video and yeah. say, please give us a shot. We will make this happen. That's just an, I don't and just know, keep pushing. I don't know that that's happening because I'm still getting called. Yeah. I'm not. Yeah. I didn't try to book uptown. Right. I didn't. They're try calling to you. Book. So obviously they didn't have enough. Yeah. Interest. Well, and I th- people should also realize that we we are booking for summer of 2019 right now. Yeah. All those big summer festivals that you want to play uh, are booked are probably booked already for yeah. for next year. So it's it's a long. I mean, they they book those bands far in advance. So you got to get on that <laughs> if you want to get in for 2020. Start right now. Yep. Because yep. that's unfortunately how crazy that shit is. Right. And then once you get in, you're good. Well, shit, man. That's it. Let's get some. Let's get the hell out of here. Thanks for listening, everybody. See ya. All right.